listening to the Having a Yarn podcast. I'm Britt. And I'm Em. We are just two good mates from Melbourne that like to have a yarn. Join us each week where we share our real life stories and experiences. How are you going? Good. Good. Thank you for welcoming me back to this studio. No worries. I love this studio. <laughs> it's a good one. Thank you for hosting today. It's okay. It's Don't been a switch up. Hot minute. <laughs> if you know, you know. You know. <laughs> um, um, we've, we've taken a short break. It's been a couple of weeks since the last episode. We earned it, I think. Uh, I've <laughs> no. been really busy. I don't yeah. know about you. I mean, I'm always busy. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I don't think I've actually been that busy, but... just feels busy. I've just felt tired Mm. and very just... My days are short, you know? Oh, days are short. Things are an effort. Mm. So, yeah, no, today's been good. I've been productive today. I feel like today's probably the most productive day I've had in the last two months. So that's fantastic. What have you done? Tell me about it. I mean, I uh, (laughs) took Kevin for a 5k walk. Oh, cool, man. And mind you, it has been a while since he's been on a walk. I haven't been a good dog mum. Sorry, Koo. Um, And then went and got my coffee, went and picked up my pram from the post office, uh, did some cleaning around the house, two loads of washing. And now it's like 12.30 and here we are. That's inspirational. Thank you. I slept in. Mm. Then I got up. I had some breakfast. Me having breakfast, just pointing that out. And then... Um, That's part of your fit life. Fit life. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I got ready and I came here. And you were late. Sorry. Classic Emily. <laughs> yeah. Not good. All Sorry. Right. Should we get into the end? Let's get into it. What are you having to yarn about this week, mate? Hit me. Oh! No, can you go first, please? Okay. I'm just not ready to yarn yet. Okay. I'd like to listen first. Well, my yarn about it, I'm kind of looking for some opinion. Oh. Thought from you. Okay. So, these last couple of days, I've kind of been contemplating whether or not to quit my gym membership. Ah. Oh. It's really played on my mind because I haven't been for a long time. I think I've been maybe once or twice in the last couple of months. Okay. And I feel like now that I am 21 weeks pregnant mm-hmm. and I'm still going to be pregnant for quite a long time and then there's going to be a period where I like I just know I won't be getting to the gym after I give birth. I say quit. Um, and like I can go now but I can't really use the weights. I can't really use the machines. I'm literally just going to use the treadmill or the step up. I really just think... seems like a waste of money to me. It's so much better of the use of your time to just take Kevin for a five kilometer walk like you're making two people happy in that situation well one dog and one human (laughs) and like I don't know it's better for your mental health it's better to be outside while you can be outside yeah you're not in a studio doing the same thing that you'd be doing if you were outside yeah doing the steps or if you were outside going for a walk so a friend of the show, Mac, would 100% tell you to quit your gym membership with this information, and I am backing her up. 
and that would be a money win for me too. Oh, absolute money win, absolute life win, absolute <laughs> brain win. And then reevaluate once you've had the baby and you're feeling like you want to get back into it and decide what you want to do then. Yeah. But at the moment, it's just not where your life's at. No. And I think because I had a look at my contract, I don't know though, because of COVID, I don't know if the contract's been extended because it's like you couldn't go for so long. Oh. So my original contract said it expired last month. Um, sorry, there's just a plane. Low <laughs> flying going plane. Over the top of the house. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know because of COVID, so I need to like call them and see if I can cancel it because it might cost me money. Hmm. But then also I'm like, well, you know, summer's over. You know, it's going to, the weather's going to get bad. Maybe I won't be able to go for that many walks. But then again, I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's real. I feel like there's more pros to not having it than having it at, at this point. I think you're right. Like the only, you've been twice in the last couple of months, you said. Yeah. You would have gotten more out of just walking Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I've got four months left of pregnancy and then like, say a couple of months after, like it's a long time Mm. and say, I'm only going to go a couple of times. It's really probably not worth it. No. All right. Good. Quit. I'm glad we had this conversation. We'll write up that resignation today. (laughs) Thank you. All right. You Um, hit me. What do you got? I'd like to yarn about the fact that a couple of weeks ago, I was in a cafe with a friend of the show, Mac, and... I went, so our food had just been delivered to the table. (laughs) I got two pieces of gluten-free toast, two eggs, avocado, some sriracha hollandaise, and I was, and some tomato. Yeah. And I was really excited about it. I went to cut into the bread, like I'd arranged everything on the piece that I was cutting, like Abba and salt. I'm like, yes, this is gonna be so good. I'm so excited. And like I'd just done PT as well, so I was like, yes, we're ready for a meal. And then um and as I cut into it, I flipped the plate and all the food upside down onto my pants, the sauce, the food. The food, the, whole <laughs> the sauce, <laughs> the whole thing. It's like, and I'm just like looking at Mac laughing and like, like cry. It's like sad laughing, but it's like also embarrassment laughter. But it's also like, of course, this happened to me laughter. And Mac's like, I just pick it up, put it back on the plate. I'm like, yeah. And only the only thing that fell on the floor was one piece of toast. So I pick everything back up off my pants <laughs> and put it onto the plate continue eating because no one comes over to be like oh we'll get you another one you know there's no no good hospitality going on if i saw that and i were to act like oh my goodness lol i'll grab you another or something you know <laughs> something kind and people were looking at me it was very uncomfortable but anyway afterwards i was telling mum the story she's like oh the same thing happened to me the other <laughs> week. i was like oh, of course it did <laughs> Anyway. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so good. No question or anything in it. Just wanted to let you know. Yeah. Um it's just a story of my life, really. <laughs> oh. Very nice. How are the what were you wearing? Like was there like just I was wearing my fit clothes. All over your pants? Yeah, and the avocado was the worst part because it you know it's well, an avocado is green if you didn't know. <laughs> and I just like smushed. And I was wearing my Chet Faker like crew neck jumper thing, you know mm. that one, and my leggings. Um, so everything I was wearing was like really dark, which is good. 
but it just like it was still very obvious mm. that I had stuff all over my pants. <laughs> anyway, <Fantastic>. yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bit of a funny, funny story. Funny story, kind of sad story, but more funny. You know, I got now that you look back, it's probably more, look funny. Back, more funny. In the moment, not so funny. <laughs> Mum said she just laughed when it happened. <laughs> Of course she would. Of course she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like when she splits her pants. <laughs> She's going to hate me for that. Thank you, Linda. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to the topic? Yeah. The topic of today is why you should travel in Victoria. AKA Victorian road trips. Yes. Sorry, I did forget what the topic was called. No, um, was close enough. <laughs> it was the essence of the topic. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I guess we've chosen this topic today because we recently went on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something like throughout our friendship, we've done a few road trips. Usually, yeah, I don't think we've ever done like a leisurely road trip, have we? Oh, no. They're always like a rushed got to get there got to get back (laughs) kind of trip like we've got 24 hours go (laughs) um and i mean today we're talking about victorian road trips but i think together you and i have done more interstate interstate road trips in a very limited time and if you're listening to this from another country definitely go have a look at the map and just type in melbourne to South Australia and actually look at how far that distance is because that's the sort of road trip we do. We'd be like, we have 48 hours, go. Like, we've got two days. Yeah, less than. We stay one night and we're back at it. Back, back at on it. the road. Or we just keep driving the whole way. Yeah, and sub in, sub out. One of us has sleep, one yeah. of us keeps driving. Which, wouldn't recommend. No, like, definitely not the safest option. Um, you want two, four eyes on the road at all times, I'd say. Mm. Um. But when we're young, we're having fun. And we've got some bloody good memories from oh, it. Oh, well. fantastic memories. Um, especially when we'd grab Biname, friend of the, the show. show. <laughs> um, pick her up, she'd have her suitcase ready to go, not knowing where we we're going or how long we we're going for. <laughs> no information <laughs> oh, provided. Guys, <laughs> what do you mean we're going to South Australia oh. tonight? <laughs> uh, which was a good sport. Yeah. Always up for a road trip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, so we just want to talk about it cause it's a fresh memory for us. And also at the current time, I think it's really important to, um, explore some places that you might have not have been to and just support the tourism industry because it's suffered a lot over the past sort of year, year and a half, two years. Yeah. Um, so do what you can for where you come from, you know, Good support mate. local. That's what I have to say. All right. Goodbye. Good evening. Show's over. (laughs) All right. Well, we've kind of touched on why it's important. We've kind of said, like, it's important because to support tourism, to support local. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, like, I think after going on our day trip the other day, I realized, like, it's really good for your mental health and it's good for the soul Mm -hmm. to kind of just, like, get away for a day and just, like... You know, just be completely somewhere else. Like, you literally don't think about anything else. Like, I wasn't thinking about, like, stuff I have to do at home. I wasn't thinking about, oh, I've got work tomorrow. I was literally just, like, enjoying the moment and enjoying these new experiences. Exactly. Which I feel like we forget about. And, like, these things that, like, we can go see, they're so close. 
I mean, when I say so close, they're still a road trip, but like... If, you're in, if we were in <laughs> Europe, we'd be like three countries away with the distance that we went. Like, we actually, we would have covered like we would have seen many countries. countries <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would have been everywhere. Um, <laughs> but like, there's just so many like great places around where you live that mm. you probably haven't even thought about visiting. It's like, uh, and on the mental health note as well, and you said it like if I sit at home for the day or if I'm doing things around home or whatever, and it's important that you do that because, you know, number one, you need rest as a human and you need to have a day off. That's actually a day off because when you go on a, you know, a 14 hour road trip on your day off, like it is tiring and it does take it out of you. Like that, a couple of days afterwards, I was like, I'm still feeling really worn down from that because it's, you know, driving takes a lot of attention um, yeah. and brain effort even though you might not feel like it, but afterwards, like you are tired from it. Um, And all of the activities and all of the socialization and all that stuff, it does take it out of you. So it is tiring. And and I'm not saying that you need to go and do that on every single day off, but it does remind you of how good it is to like see something new, something you haven't seen before and think about something in a way you'd never thought about it before and to gain new knowledge on something that you didn't know that you wanted to know if that makes any sense. Yeah. It's just, everything's new. And I think when your brain is just so like used when you're finding out all these new things. Yeah. Which and is I really think, cool. I think touching on that, I'm kind of going to the next point hmm. about like kind of what's stopping you. I feel like people have a, they kind of make these excuses. Oh, I don't know if they're excuses, but they just have these talks with themselves in their head. Like I've only got one day off. I need to rest. Like I can't yeah. be going and doing that. Or, or I need to do these thousand things around the house. It's like they can wait. Or like, um, it's too far. I can't afford it. Like there's so many little things that I feel like people tell themselves, which stop them from going out and exploring yeah. and like trying these new things. And it's definitely something that should be prioritized. Even if that's, even if you don't do it at all and your goal is to do it once every six months, that's still better than nothing to, yeah. for just for that like mental boost. Because, and I've done it with a lot of people before that it's not something that they have that they regularly do mm. um, and you notice they come back and like, I need to do that more often and nine times out of ten they don't do it more often but they come out of a feeling like they should which is an indication of like that was good for them and yeah. it is something that they should actually they act on yeah yeah and I mean it's like you might also another excuse might be like oh you know I don't like I work full-time like I work full-time mm-hmm. I don't have, like, I don't, I work shift work. I don't have two days off in a row. I don't have a weekend off. Um, But, like, you can choose a weekday. Like, we went on a weekday. It's a lot quieter. Yep, there's no one there. There's, like, yeah, I don't know. You just, you just kind of have to, like, prioritize it. Like, with anything Mm. in your life. Exactly. If you want to live a healthy lifestyle, if you want to live a fit life. Really prioritizing that. You need to prioritize it and set rules and goals I guess for yourself like Emily said maybe if you just book in a day trip once every couple of months yeah it doesn't have to be every week no (laughs) like that's not achievable we're not telling you to hit the road and bloody drive seven hours like we do every day like every week yeah I don't know just think about these things more because you kind of don't really realize what you're missing out on what's you forget what's around you as well and often I think one of the best things is to look at a map and go, right, these are the places that everybody talks about going. I'm going to find somewhere that might be close to one of those places, but isn't 
the hotspot to go to. So for example, um, during COVID when we, so this was last year, um, when we had, uh, we were out of lockdown and we were allowed to go out about 20 kilometers. So it had been, it had been five kilometer radius to 20 kilometers. And we finally were allowed to leave that 20 kilometers. And I, I have a friend, um, a friend of the show, Maya, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and we love going on like big walks and things like that. Um, so we went to this place called Bunanyong, which is like 15 minutes from Ballarat. And most people would think of going to Ballarat, I'm going to go to Sovereign Hill, I'm going to you know, yeah. go to the big lake, I'm going to do like those things, which is fine because they're great things to do. But not many people are like, okay, I'm going to go do the 12-kilometer circuit walk of a town called Bunanyong, which is like pretty – it's a pretty random thing to do, but the people of Bunanyong love it. They think it's fantastic. They they love Mount Bunanyong. And it was beautiful. It's the, I mean, it's not that typical beautiful that everybody sort of looks for, but I think it's important to find the beauty in something that less people are finding the beauty in, you know? Like it was, you start in the town, you go through the botanical gardens, and yes, it's not the Melbourne botanical gardens, it's not massive, but it's still their, their botanical gardens, and it's pretty, and it's very community-driven. And you walk through there and you go up through these like bushland sort of tracks and you see the animals around and you've got farmland and then you go up onto Mount Bunanyong and like admittedly Mayor and I were like is this it <laughs> for the mount like we walked a long way a long long way and it was raining like the weather was terrible we had so we had the best time because half the time it's just who you're with if you're with someone yeah. that is light-hearted and can see the best in situations then you're going to have a fun time no matter what and yeah, we got to the top and we were like, okay, this is a bit odd. And then we realized there was a big staircase, which you go up to actually get the view because you're surrounded by trees at the top of Mount Bunningong. So you actually can't see a view. And then there's a massive staircase that you go up, you get to the top and you're like, oh, this is the view. And if you pick the right time of year, it snows there. So you could do this walk in the snow, which would, that would be incredible. Yeah. And when you, you come down the mountain and there's this incredible crater because it used to, it's an extinct volcano. And so in my head, I'm looking for like an extinct volcano, like in Hawaii or like Vanuatu or something that looks like that. And it doesn't look anything like that it's a crater filled with like grass and flowers and trees and shrubs and like you would have no idea that that was a crater um but it has all this history and all this wildlife and and it was beautiful and you come out of it being like i just did a 12 kilometer walk i saw things that i wouldn't have seen if i sat at home and i had a great time with a friend and i can now say that i went to bunyong which like who else is going to bunyong to do a 12 kilometer <laughs> circuit walk like it's good it's good fun good for the brain yeah, and yeah. I'm like, similarly. Similarly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, when we went on that girls' weekend trip at yes. the start of January, I mean, we went to a place called Mount Camel, which yes. is, I think it's, is it like 20 minutes outside of Bendigo or about half an hour? Uh, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't really go through Bendigo, uh, Bendigo to get there, but it's like to the side. Yeah. So maybe half an hour memory yeah um it's near a big lake called like epilogue yeah um and admittedly when i was planning that trip i was looking for somewhere popular near the beach like very fresh modern accommodation like i just wanted like a treat yourself kind of weekend for all of us but it was like everybody out of lockdown wanting to go somewhere because everybody was on holidays really good weather 
there was nothing, unless we we're paying upwards of $5,000, nothing, and nothing like, at all. I mean, we still paid, I think, a bit too much for what we for got. For what? Yeah. I mean, we probably paid like 250 each or something each like that. for two nights. Yeah. We got like a, uh, it was a full, it was an entire house. It was a massive property. How yeah. How many acres was there? Oh. Can't remember. A lot. <laughs> a yeah, lot it of was acres. a massive property anyway. It was it's still great. It was fantastic. Like, it was a good, like... It comes back down to that point of like who you're with again as well, exactly. Because you managed to make it a good time. Yeah. Um, but I, not many people would probably. I mean, maybe if you're a couple and you're going to some wineries or something like that, you might pick to go there. Or if you've got like, I, I picture it as like um, a family holiday, and you have like three friends that are all have their couples, and they all have multiple children, and the kids can just play on the farmland, and like you don't have to worry, and like yeah, you know you can do or those can little day trips and things together, and let the kids exactly. Have a swim and then, I yeah. totally see that location as that, but I see that for people that live closer to there that would go there, not someone coming from where we were coming from to go there, you know. But I would still recommend, like I would still recommend it for someone if they want something a bit different, yeah, um, and if they want something a bit more. Um, further away yeah remote and quiet quiet. exactly because it was i mean the property was beautiful yes um very private very remote and again it's a different experience than staying in the the heart of bendigo or staying in a big motel or a big hotel like yeah it's completely different experience and it's awesome to see the way that they like sort of make money and live their lives like the airbnb that we stayed in the people grew their own olive oil and sold it there and and like they had another property across down the road where they were growing heaps of other things and i mean like it's just so different to the way we live our lives so it's pretty cool to be able to see that yeah and again i feel like when you're kind of i mean we're not really we're not in the city but we're still like the verbs yeah I mean, you forget you forget about all those things. You forget about, like, there's people out there, like, making their own olive oil. Like. Yeah, when we go to the shops, that comes from somewhere. Yeah. And people are living their lives to create these things that we enjoy all the time. So it's, like, it's nice to, like, go to the source of that and actually appreciate it. Yeah. And I think that's, like, such an important thing. Like, I probably – we probably don't grow up thinking about enough, you know? Mm. You don't actually go and see that enough. No. Yeah. It's an interesting one. But yeah, again, supporting local. We were supporting that trip was supporting local. We weren't yeah. just staying at a fancy hotel. No, not a chain accommodation. It was completely local. We did local things and we went to local businesses. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, as soon as I saw like I use olive oil at like pretty much every day in my cooking, I was like, oh yeah, like of course I'm gonna buy some. Yeah. Like, it was it good was only, too. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, we I, polished ours off. Yeah. <laughs> I gave some I bought some for my grandparents. And Pa, like, they love olive oil. Yeah. Pa tried it, like, from the bottle. Oh, did he? He's like, that's good olive that's oil. Good. That's the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was yeah. disappointed when I went into the kitchen and it was all gone. It's like, oh. <laughs> that's all let down. I'll have to head back there. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> no, but Mount Camel's a good one. Yeah. So I think it's important to just go out of your comfort zone on where you would like to go because it's easy to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go to Great Ocean Road. And then also I think on talking about like the big hotspots, mm. I feel like there is, because they're so popular and they're so saturated with tourism, mm. I feel like a lot of the times I will go to big hotspots and I'll honestly be disappointed. Definitely. Do yeah. You agree? 
I agree. And I remember when I did the Great Ocean Road trip, it was the places that weren't the places that I expected, that I loved. Mm. Like when I saw the 12 apostles, I was like, oh, like beautiful. But I can't like relax and enjoy it because there's a thousand tourists here, Yeah, (laughs) which is like, I should expect that. Um, but it was a bit disappointing and it's still incredible. Like it's a beautiful, beautiful place, but yeah, I think when we went on to my friend's, um, like family's like farmland and we took their canoe out and went canoeing on a river that no one else was on, it was a bit flooded and like, you know, we forgot our food and just, well, I didn't, they forgot their food and I had my gluten-free snacks. (laughs) Um, I don't know. You just make so many more memories when you're just doing things more like naturally. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. It just makes me think like, this is going a bit off topic, but like talking about all my international trips that Mm. I've done, like when I went to Thailand a couple of years ago, like I went to Phuket, I went to the major tourism hotspots, but my favorite place was actually a place called Lanta, which is the last place we stayed and it was so quiet it was mm. so remote there was like no one we did go in off off season but there was like literally no one staying at our resort we had the whole resort to ourselves and like the beach was empty and it was just actually like you just I feel like you get so much more out of those locations yeah definitely than like busy like bustling cities yeah I don't really remember a city that I've enjoyed but that's just like me as a person. It's not that there's anything wrong with the city. So it's just like, as soon as I'm out, I'm like, oh, like when I see the desert in the distance, I'm officially happy. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, no, not true. When I went to Bangkok, I loved that. I loved that time there. Yeah. Um, but that was more because it was like a bit of like a culture shock, I think. And I, I love a culture shock. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun, but back to Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> Topic. Yeah, just reminiscing on the old times when we could go overseas. I know. <laughs> on our trip, on our recent trip. So our recent trip, Emily, for her YouTube, she's doing a surprise day trips for like all her friends. So she's planning a day trip somewhere in Victoria, which kind of is the essence of this podcast. Yeah. Topic. Um, so she su- surprised me last week with a day trip to Cobram, which is <laughs> like along the Murray River. Yeah. And the main place in that area that people would usually go is a Chukamawama. Like that's the most popular for the steamboats and things like that. There's a lot of history in that area. So Colgram's like 40 minutes uh, east from there on, yeah. the, on the border. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got to, so we got to kind of like the Murray and we we ended up doing a paddle, paddle boat. Yeah. Cruise. <laughs> yeah, paddleboat cruise. Because when you say paddleboat, people think of those paddle ones that you sit on and like kick your legs to like like a like a bike. Yeah, but, but it, was it was a boat. boat. It was a, <laughs> yeah, a real boat. Yeah, um, called the Cobber. <laughs> Cobber. <on the> <laughs> Love that. Um, and then afterwards, we actually like were driving and we saw the Welcome to New South Wales sign. Yeah. And it's funny. You should watch the video. We'll link it in the we'll link it in the bloody show notes. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it's just like, oh, finally. It was, I I can't even explain to you the happiness I felt when we crossed that border. And it's not because I don't like Victoria. I love Victoria. Mm. It's just like, I, 
like anyone, you don't like the feeling of not being able to do what you want to do, which is such a privileged feeling, but um, that I could have teared up. Just, I mean, she's tearing up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, I just like, like just getting to experience new things and be in new places. I'd never been to that part of the border before. <laughs> um, so like, I didn't even realize there was a, a crossing like, there. Crossing yeah. There. I mean, like I'd never really thought about that either. Cause I'd only seen particular crossings, but mm. obviously you got to get across somehow, don't you? You're not going to travel three hours West just to get across the border uh, it's crazy like how did they patrol so many questions have evolved from this like how did they patrol all the border spots during covid during covid yeah how does that even oh, that's a lot of people sent up there mm. it's crazy but um anyway yeah back to when we crossed that border it was such a feeling and like dad was watching the video and he was like to me um what's so special about crossing the border and i was like <laughs> We got out of our state. It's been a while. It's been, been a, a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. It sure has. He's like, oh, well, you need to make that clearer. I was like, if you just watch, I say something next. If you actually listen. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. But yeah, no, it's such a, such a feeling. Go catch that feeling, everyone. Go. But maybe just in Victoria for now. And maybe, like, it doesn't have to be an eight-hour road trip. No. Trip, that, like I mean... Yeah, it was a long one that we went on. I mean, wouldn't probably recommend it for someone that's 20 weeks pregnant. No. I mean, it's fine. tiring. People still fly when they're pregnant, but I was just, you can tell at the end of the video, I'm like one. very tired. Yeah. Um, but anyway. We had to get away from that strawberry pretty quick. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's good. I think um, the main point we're trying to get across is to go out of your comfort zone, do things that you wouldn't normally do, especially after so long of not being able to do anything, because I think that's when you appreciate it the most Yeah. because you'll surprise yourself with how much you enjoy it. Yeah. And just go off the grid a bit, go off mm. the beaten path. Why not? Just be careful of those snakes. Make, you, make sure you stomp. Do better. Be better. <laughs> uh, yes. No, back to the problem. I think we need to, before we wrap up this, Cockroach trip. Oh, yeah. For people that don't want to go watch the video, we need to talk about. <laughs> I mean, all right. So we've just we've come up with a real issue just there with that sentence. People that don't want to watch the video, I'm really disappointed in you. And I think you need to jump onto YouTube, type in Emma Around the Globe, hit that Cockroach video. It's and the most recent. Subscribe. And yeah, most importantly, hit that subscribe right now. Um, but yeah, no, it's really shit if you're not interested in watching because it's a good video. I do say that. I mean, it is a good video. Thanks. I, I'll take some credit because I did coach you along the way to get the B-roll and to help. You did, absolutely. The aesthetic of the video. You did, yeah. Um, but it's probably one of your best works yet. Thank you so much. I won't lie. <laughs> Back to Cactus Country. We'll yeah. quickly touch Oh, we have to. The highlight of that day trip for me. Mm. So this was the first stop we went to. Emily took me to a place called Cactus Country. Uh, <laughs> where was it again? It's just out of Cobram. Our Strathmerton. Yeah. Yeah. It's like five, ten minutes to Cobram. Yeah. So basically, I've never heard, like you'd heard of it before. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Surprisingly, because I feel like it's something that would pop up. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it's like 12 acres of cacti. Yeah. And they've got over 4,000 species of cacti from all around the world. Yeah. And it was sick. <laughs> it was really cool. 
It was really, it made, it's one of those feelings when you're around that many cacti in like a very deserty location. I'm just like, this is home. <laughs> I felt very like, oh, this is nice. You felt like, you, yeah, you just didn't feel like you were, you felt like somewhere else. It was like a movie. Yeah. And we went on a weekday, so it was really quiet. Again, perks of going on a weekday. Mm, um, definitely. Again, also, it's not in, like, the main sort of town, so it's not really, like, heavily... I think it doesn't have a... It has tourism, but it's not, like, heavily... It's not crazy. Crazy. It's not like going to the Murray, where there's a lot of people that will go to the Murray. Yeah. Um, and it's quite a specialized sort of thing. Like you're either interested in that sort of thing or you're not. Because there are a lot of people that are like, why would I go to a place full of cactuses? I yeah. don't care. But you should care because it's sick. <laughs> I mean, for us, I don't know. Have we talked about our plants on this podcast? Yeah. In, yeah. in the early days, I think we spoke a lot about it because we had like 120 or something. Between us yeah. when we lived together. Yeah. Um, and I still have quite a few plants. Yeah. Um, so for me, like I really appreciated that sort of place and yeah. like I think it was perfect for you to choose that for my day trip yeah and um, I'm a sucker for a desert landscape <laughs> love it and <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they the first thing I saw about them was that their specialty was a cactus ice cream and I was like and I love an ice cream <laughs> oh, man. I was so Jesus. excited about that <laughs> and it lived but, up yeah. yeah oh it lived up for sure yeah um so again, just something completely random off the grid. Do it. Glad we did it. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Um, should we touch on affordability? Because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people might put costs into a reason like why they're not doing these sort of day trips. Definitely. And I think obviously the perk of doing your day trip or your weekend or your week away in Victoria is that you tailor it to what you want to do. Mm. So it does not have to be expensive. It's like when we went to Mount Camel, we could have spent $5,000 plus if we wanted to be near the beach, but we just compromised on what we wanted. found somewhere that had a local lake where we did the same things that we would have done for the beach Mm. and paid a lot less money than what we would have had to have if we got what we first thought we wanted. So when it comes to affordability, I think it also just comes to like, broadening your horizons on what you think you want to do because that's not always what you should do and like what's of value to you exactly yeah what is the most important thing that you want to get out of on this trip if that is relaxation and luxury and pampering then you do have to be prepared for more to pay more money yeah because that's just like that's facts <laughs> that's life <laughs> yeah um but, but i feel like the essence of our trip was to just all be together mm, and get away time. which we did it in a very cost-effective way definitely we we were in a remote location we couldn't really go out and have dinner we couldn't go no. out for breakfast at the cafe so we all cooked together we all bought groceries together and cooked together and that was really <laughs> cool yeah Kevy's barking. Kevin Sorry, everybody. The lion is on the on the prowl. What is it? On the prowl. Prowl. <laughs> um, yeah, and again, like we'll talk about a few day trips. So, like, Em and I have done a few day trips around Victoria. I feel like you've done a lot more than I have. Yeah. But for example, we live we live like in the hills in the Dandenong Ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people from the city or a bit further out in regional Vic, maybe they haven't seen this part of Victoria. Yeah. If you wanted to come up for a day, 
There's the 1,000 Steps, mm -hmm. One Tree Hill. Yep. There's heaps of free walks and trails and stuff if you go Definitely. further up. Yeah. And so many local cafes. Yeah. If, if you're an antiques lover, you can go look in the antique shops. Um, there's a, the wool shops and things. And you see like where all the wool comes from. There's so there's a ridiculously large amount of trails to do. Yeah. Um, if you want to spend a little bit more money, you can go on Puffing Billy. You can go up to Emerald Lake. You can get on the paddle boats where you actually do pedal yeah um but if you don't want to spend the money on those things you can have a picnic or you can go for a yeah. walk or you know there's just so many options and it's for a local cafe and like it what will that cost you it'll cost you a meal yeah which you probably would have spent in your area anyway if you're at home yeah and it costs it costs you a bit of petrol but yeah or for example there's a lake called Oroville Lake which you can go swimming at and just take down like some floatables and you just float on them or you paddleboard or you canoe or whatever and you take it down and just spend the day outside and have a picnic or Listerfield Lake which is massive yeah um you can go for walks there and stuff and you're always going to see wildlife in these kind of areas which is so exciting yeah um especially if that's not something you're used to last night I was driving home there was a wombat crossing the road everyone came to a stop just let him cross <laughs> it was the best <laughs> So watch out for the wildlife if you're driving, please Dude, be careful. I've watch had out. A few experiences. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> We're not going <laughs> to really hurts that. my soul. <laughs> but yes, do not drive at night. Well, no, drive at night. <laughs> Just drive slowly and be vigilant. <laughs> yes, correct. Put your high beams on if there's no other cars around. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, like I just feel like stop letting these things like. I don't know how to say it. Wait till petrol gets to a low and fill up so you're ready to go on the trip. Don't okay. leave it until it gets expensive again like I do every single time and then I regret it. <laughs> if you've got more cash, go hot air ballooning in the Yarra Valley. <laughs> you know? Live your life. Do it. Do it. Do better, be better. <laughs> go on a Segway tour in a winery, you know? Or don't go on the Segway and just go to the winery. Yeah. Put all your money together with your friends. Hire a um, air tasker person who drives a van and get them to drive you around to wineries. I've heard someone did that. They said they had a great time. <laughs> Any others? Emily's got a few up her sleeves, as you can see. Me? Yeah, you've just you just whipping them out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know my big stuff. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wilson's prom to go for a walk there. And you can go camping that there. We've. we've done together on brit's channel Brittany yep. doctrine <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's a like it's a bit of a drive again yeah um and but there's so many walks there's beaches there like so much to do so much to do yeah just get it you gotta get out there you know you gotta live a little live a little go to the grampians go to the snowy river go to um lake's entrance a bit far but not for a week not for a weekend <laughs> nothing's too far unless you think it's too far and then don't do it never do something say else. never <laughs> did you think of the Justin Bieber yeah I did instantly and it made me curdle okay. I curdled <laughs> curdled what we're trying to say is stop limiting yourself from experiencing great life has things. to offer do better, be better. Thank you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so that's it, basically. I think that wraps up the topic. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. And if you want to know more, you know, 
check out our YouTubes or hit us up on at having a yarn dot podcast and ask us questions about Vic travel because we've got some experiences. We've got we'll talk about it. We're there. We'll give you some tips and tricks. Yeah. I mean, or your channel, like I said, you're doing a playlist at the moment where you're doing a lot of Vic road trips. Yeah. It's road trips. purely so about want, Vic day trips. If you want some ideas or you're not sure where to go. Go see the Ada tree, the largest flowering tree in the world. <laughs> you can find that in uh, Venomous Snakes and the Ada tree on my channel. <laughs> But be careful for snakes. Yeah, because I saw it. I won't be going there. Of venomous snaky boys. (laughs) (laughs) I was genuinely afraid. Yes. (laughs) All right. I think we need to wrap this up with a trade of the week. What do you Uh, reckon? What was my trade of the week? Do I need to go first? Yeah, you'll have to. Thank you. I've got a bit of exciting news to share with you all. Do I not know? No, you know. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Sorry. Okay, hit me. Uh, With you all, not Emily. Uh, the baby started kicking oh, this week, yay. which is exciting. Little man's in there making yay. a racket. That's so cool. How did it feel? Tell us how it felt. Felt pretty cool, pretty weird. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I'll try and keep this short. A few weeks ago, I'd been feeling like some, I don't know how to describe them. They're like flutters or mm-hmm. like butterflies or like people describe it as like popcorn popping right. in your stomach. And I felt like a few of those, like, very rarely, like, once or twice a week. Yeah. And then the other night, it was a Saturday night, I was just lying in bed watching TV, and I felt a big thud. I was like, oof. oof. And I was like, that's a kick. That was a kick. <laughs> that was a real kick. Um, and then ever since then, every day, I've been feeling, like, those little, like, kicks and, like, rolling around feeling. It's really cool. That's so cool. That's exciting. That's very exciting. It's going to be so freaky when you can see its foot in your stomach. I know. And, like, it sucks because Ryan can't feel it yet. Yeah. And, like, I, he'll be kicking and I'll be like, oh, like, see if you can feel. But it's, I feel like he's just starting to do it now. So, like, every week he'll get stronger. And I think in a couple of weeks he'll probably be able to feel it. Which yeah, will be wow. Cool. That's crazy. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Uh, you, mate? My trade of the week's pretty boring compared to that. <laughs> I should have gone first. Damn. Damn. <laughs> um, I, you know, I mean, like, it's always about my fit life these days because it's really my highlight at the moment. But I, I told the story about how my pants, I split the fly <laughs> in my pants, right? And they didn't do well. Yes. I am currently wearing those pants. <laughs> I mean, the fly's still broken. I'm just wearing a long t-shirt. But if if the fly existed, they would do up very nicely. Yes. Now that's my trade of the week. Fantastic, mate. I know. I did say when she walked in, she was wearing these fit pants. Mm. Well, fit pants. <laughs> fit Actually, pants. Actually, they're just named fit pants. These are my fit pants. Yeah. Conversation from the previous pod. Um... And I was like, they look good. Are they the new pants? And you're like, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. And then you show, you lift it up the shirt. Don't look. Nah, but they're actually really comfy. I really like the colour. I really like the length. Very happy with them. Yeah. Um, You know, watch the space. (laughs) Where will things go from here? Who knows? We'll report back in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm sure you'll hear about it. Also, I feel like you need to touch that you're the fittest and well, 
Oh, in recent what? times, yeah, yeah, definitely. I um, like, I'm the lowest weight that I've been for like six plus months. Yeah, probably well, longer. I told you. Yeah, it's persistence. Persistency is key. Yeah, persistency. <laughs> persistency, consistency. Yeah, same, same, same. same deal. It's cool, mate. I get what you're saying. It's it's hard, you know. Like mm. you've been doing it for like quite a long time now. Yeah. And I feel like you didn't like see the results on the scale, so you're like, oh. Yeah. But the measurements were there. Yeah. I could measurements tell you were there. Better. Thanks, mate. You look feel fierce. better. You feel fit. Feel good. Yeah, feel energized. Yep. Anyway, good stuff. See you. Okay, wrapping it up. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you haven't uh, given us a review on Apple Podcasts, please jump over and give us a review. We really appreciate it. Do it. And come have a yarn with us at having a yarn. Podcast. Podcast. See you. See you. <laughs> Bye now.